in a world for friends one mission to bring freedom to everyone involved dude what the fuck are you doing doing a thing for the podcast just say the name fine it's the freedom friends podcast It's Monday, y'all know what time it is. It's freedom time. It's time freedom for some time. fucking freedom. <laughs> we are the Freedom Friends, mediocre at best. I'm Jazz. To my right is Scott. I'm Scott. Cross for me is the oh so beautiful. <laughs> I'm John. And we have a guest today. Well, we got a uh, plus one, minus one. Plus one, minus one, because Mikey decided that uh, he didn't need to show up today. Yeah, he's running late or doesn't care or something. Or I, something. Yeah. I don't know. He's, he's, he's freedoming right now. Yeah. He's freedoming. Yeah. He's freedom from this show. But it doesn't matter because we have a, uh, a stand-in freedom friend for today. I'm Jim, a friend of the program or a friend of the shop. One yeah, the Jim is actually a, a freedom friend. He's a friend yeah, he's of like a friend, uh, he's yeah. a friend he's of a, ours. A, yeah, well, so. he's a friend of the freedom friends which he's a friend by default makes he's him a freedom friend freedom friend. Friend. yeah yeah Fri- fuck i don't know <laughs> so uh mediocre is best as always and coming to you not even fucking close to live from the warfighter tobacco studios in beautiful san antonio Woo. gentlemen how the fuck are y'all good 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 phenomenal yeah. Today was a little bit of a construction yeah. day in Warfighter HQ. You're making another thing. We are making a thing. But this, this thing, thing, this is a way different thing than the other thing we made. <laughs> this is a more useful thing than the other you thing. You know, the that other we made. thing is still up there. The the frame of the thing is there. Yeah. Everybody's confused. Yeah. Jazz uh, and I built a thing. We did build a thing. When we first uh Shortly after the first time he was, came I think over it was the, the second time I was hanging out with you. You were like, uh, no, hey, what are you doing here. the rest of the day? Um, <laughs> you want to help me build some shit? He's like, what? I'm like, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, okay. So I did. <laughs> so we stayed and we drank and smoked cigars and we built a thing. Yeah. It was great. And uh, now that thing serves no purpose whatsoever. But today, being I mean, we're doing a humidor expansion. Yes. Yes. So we're expanding the capacity of our yeah. humidor. So hopefully we can store up to 200,000 cigars. Yep. Here at the old HQ, so Warfighters moving and shaking, doing something, doing fucking things, <laughs> <laughs> shaking, moving and shaking, shaking in the fetal position. Though. So since uh, <laughs> most of everybody out there in podcast land knows uh, who we are, Jim, I think it's time for you to uh, break it down Barney style and tell everybody who you are. So, uh, so normally this is where we like. Uh, you gonna bag on me, guys? Interrogate you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. Be an interrogation. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of a no, uh, Jim. Tell us your background. Uh, military service. Um, you don't have to tell us how old you are. Just tell us when you joined. We'll put two and two together. That, that's okay. So I joined. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I joined about a million years ago. I joined the Marine Corps when they still had slanted pockets See, for if, about a week, week and a half. And if then we Mikey went to the was here, thing. he'd be like, "You're my fucking best friend." No, I'm not another Marine. <laughs> and then uh and I did that for a while. And then I, I wanted to fly friggin' F-18s off the hard deck after seeing Top Gun about a million times. <laughs> and I found out I couldn't see. So uh, so what did you fly? So I didn't fly anything. I became an armor officer in the Army. So you flew, well, at least you, you had tanks. a, yeah, a tur- tanks. turbine engine. I, had a tur- I did have a jet turbine engine. A little bit di- It's the same thing. It sounded similar. It was it freaking takes, cool. It takes a little bit more effort to I mean, get off the ground. I had buddies who would show their uh, Nomex suits to chicks and be like, hey, I'm a pilot. At Fort Riley, so I don't know how that kind of worked out. I'll but bet you it still worked, though, right? Oh, it did work. Yeah. 
Because it's like I want to get my because it's because it's chicks in Kansas. I want to get my drone's license. Just I didn't realize there would be that much grease in a in an aircraft, but whatever. So I did the armor officer thing for a while, and then I did some other shit for the army, and I retired, and now I'm here as a DOD contractor. So you joined the Marine Corps. Here we go. And then you did some things for the army. Yeah. So how long were you a tanker for? I was a tanker for. Uh, what did you do in the Marine Corps? I was an infantry guy. Oh, I wait, fell so off we... of mountains and stuff. Yeah. So O three. So I was an O three eleven. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Here we go. We're getting so, somewhere. So you did that until pre nine eleven or post nine. Oh, I was pre nine eleven. Pre nine eleven as an infantry marine. Yeah, I was an infantry marine. And then you transitioned over to being a. So you were an O three eleven. So that means you were enlisted. I was an enlisted guy. Yeah. So then you got out of the Marine Corps and... I got out of the Marine Corps and I became an officer. Yeah? Did you and go to college in between yes, Army and whilst or Marines in the Army? I was in the Marine Corps. Oh, okay. I was still, uh, still uh, enlisted and then I transitioned out. Cool. And was it immediate? Like, did you get out of the Marines and go Literally, the I think I, I think it was like one month and then I... Because uh, I did ROTC mm. and uh, I went to a military school, went to Norwich University, the oldest private military school in the country, uh, <laughs> in Northfield, Vermont. And then... Uh, uh, and I know you've got you've got yeah, buddies who went there. We, Scott and I actually have a we have a guy that was in our platoon that we found out drunkenly a couple of weeks ago um, that him and Jim went to fucking college together. Not only Norwich. did we go to college together, we went to the same bars, drank, and peed all over <laughs> each other together. It's a small world. Yeah. So Cook's a good man, and I hope he listens to this show because God, what a, all I could say was once he showed me the picture, there's a million guys named Cook or whatever. And I saw yeah. the picture, I'm like Dave Cook, Cook from Cook. Massachusetts. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he was a, he was a, he was oh, a good man. Mikey's calling me. Uh oh. Mm. Hold on, just a minute. Mikey, how you doing, man? Uh, you're dead. Yeah. Why don't you uh, say hello to the podcast audience because you're on speakerphone right now? Oh. Hi, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta start early. Uh, no. Yeah. 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 Little yeah, yeah. eight minutes early. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty early. <laughs> so. uh but uh, I blame the producers. They're the one that told us we were ready to go. This is true. Yeah, we all asked about you. Yeah, we're we all Mikey. asked, and they were, were like, like, fuck it, just go they live. They were like, fuck it, we got Jim, we're fine. <laughs> so you've been replaced with a prior Marine who wised up and joined the Army? Oh, what's up, Jim? I know Jim. What's up, bud? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'm fucking uh, leaving the zoo now. Uh, you guys will be happy to know that uh, you know, all the animals are still here. It's all good. Um <laughs> well, I don't. I don't doubt that they would all stay there. My concern with you going is that one of them ends up impregnated, or in somebody's freezer, or in a freezer. Well, how do you go to the zoo? Well, what zoo are you talking about? It's the heavy petting zoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good old heavy petting. Yeah. Right, there you go. Well, so uh, yeah, enjoy the show. I will be there uh, here shortly. Sounds good. All right, well, we'll uh, we'll save the stool for you. We'll even flip it upside down for your comfort. <laughs> I'll keep it warm. Yes. There you, know you go. Like. You're still good to me. All right, well, you know, we try around here. You're a true freedom friend, and uh, we think about you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right. We'll see you soon. See you All right, later. Okay, guys, I'm going to run to the bathroom real quick and get some Mikey some warm stool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so back to uh, Jim's story of redemption by joining the Army. We'll... Uh, so, well, what I wanted to be was a mass day trooper, but my old man was 
was was sick and he's like look i want you to be an officer for a couple of years if you want to come back to massachusetts you can do that and we'll, we'll get you in so uh it was the smartest thing your old man ever told you to yeah, do. so right? was your old man a state trooper too my uncle was a mass state trooper oh okay got so it. i kind of wanted to follow in the footsteps and do that kind of thing my dad was an air force pilot he joined the marine corps at 1.2 but he was an infantry officer for a little while and uh that definitely wasn't his thing so uh yeah he was a vietnam vet so uh so i did it i did my i i I decided that's what i was going to do and then uh shortly before uh 9 11 uh i'd had a packet in for uh to be a secret service agent i was treading down that that line and then the planes hit the building and here we all are yeah so that's kind of how it how it worked out for me well so uh, on freedom friends every time we have a military officer or former officer as a guest i always have to say fuck you sir yeah just because and, but yes, you are the only one. Yeah, you're the say, first one. But I'm the previous officer. But I'm, I'm, I'm starting it now. I was just running with it. Yeah, I was just like, fuck it, I like this tradition. This is what we do every time. Yeah. Fuck you, sir. Wait. All right, so he got his in. I got mine in. John? About what? About officer jokes? Sure. Oh, man. Well, this is your opportunity to publicly say fuck you, sir. when you guys do this, I just rub, A, rub my DD-214 because I don't give a fuck anymore. And B, I rub my fucking tattoo. I don't have an army tattoo. (laughs) You know, uh, I don't know how deep we want to go with this, but I got to do this one. Okay, then we will do this. We've heard it all. My Um, guys were fucking a bunch of assholes. uh, So from being enlisted, they they teach us a lot of uh, weapon safety. On a lot oh, of things here we do, go, so motherfucker! At least I can rub the tip of my pinky. Yeah, well, I can't. So <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Shit happens, man. But can, John, the real question is: Can you rub it in two spots? I can. The tip yeah. in two spots? <laughs> yeah, there's not much there, man. It's just not much. There. That well, didn't happen on active duty. Okay. We'll let that one go. <laughs> gave you guys like cables and shit to make sure that didn't happen what an <laughs> asshole right look asshole i said i don't want to go here you said yeah we'll go here i'm like okay I blew cool. that shit off right i tied that motherfucker out and drove myself to the hospital like a goddamn hero <laughs> a fucking hero heroic walking and just go up hey lady look at this thing started screaming out like what it doesn't really hurt yet and by the time it hurt it he gave me some lidocaine and i was good to go can we get like uh what's the is there like a self-inflicted Purple Heart Award that we can do? Well, I think that goes along with malingering. I think that's, but yeah. I think that's the Purple Darwin. The Purple Darwin. And when so. the cops came in, they looked at me. I'm like, look, man, I dumbassed it. Don't take my weapon away. Still like, okay. Yeah, I dumbassed it. You did it with a pistol, didn't you? Rack the slide. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course you did it with a pistol. Squeeze the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. And I've really, I fucked with that weapon so many times now that I still can't figure out what the hell I did. I tell you. I watched officers do it over and over and over. Rack the slide, drop the mag, squeeze trigger. Bang. What the fuck? Put the mag back in. Rack the slide, drop the mag, squeeze trigger. Bang. They look at it like, why'd why'd that happen? Nah. (laughs) I mean, I'll accept at this point. I can't figure out what the hell I did. Now that sounds like pretty much SOP for an officer in a pistol. We keep giving officers pistols and they keep not knowing how the fuck to function the damn thing. You know, it's because we say, hey, sir, we don't think you guys need officers or you need pistols. And the sir goes, oh, officers need pistols. Absolutely. Roger, sir, I can't tell you no. It wasn't a 9mm what I used, but uh, if you could put it in this super fancy leather pouch for me, too, that'd be fucking great. So just so y'all know. I had a badass fucking bullshit friggin'. Yes, I did. Yeah. (laughs) Of course you did. This is how good of a friend Jim is that we can bring up this on the podcast yeah 
I just, no especially top, to no two top. gun guys. Like I, I could have come up with a well, great no, story, been like, dude, it was fucking awful. I was like Taliban everywhere, and I was fighting them off, and then guys shut up. Dude bit my pinky. Yeah, I was clubbing him with my fucking. Yeah, no, it didn't happen. No, because the real story is, is he was beating it with his right hand and holding the other one in his left hand, and fucking shot his own finger. Really, what had happened was I was I, I kind of blame I blame Google because apparently. What the fuck? <laughs> I, no, I didn't explain it. So, so, no so, so you were <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. looking at internet yeah. porn. We're Why cutting not? right to our story. No shit that yeah, I no, was so story. No, yeah, let's just go ahead and back this all the way up. So no shit. I was on my computer and uh, ads were coming up for SIG. I must have been looking for parts or whatever. And uh, I'm like, man, we just moved to a new house that we'd remodeled in New Braunfels. Uh, up the road here, and uh, I'm like, I haven't seen my pistol. Like, where the fuck is that goddamn gun? I saw all the other, my other weapons were everything. And I open, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I open my thing up, and I do the responsible officer thing and clear the weapon. However, I fucking dumbassed it. Boom! Fucking, oh, oh my God. So I'm like, fuck, tie that shit off. Because uh, can it have regular rounds in there? No, I had phalange shit. Like, it just, you know, whatever, man stoppers. And I... Uh, I tied it off. I hit sure my I didn't pinky shrapnel went eight foot radius. It, it, was, it, was, it was off like disintegrated. My like, pinky's gone. There's a four inch hole in the wall. We don't even figure it out what the fuck happened. No, no. Yeah, it's kind of fun. It's like a little, yes, because it phalanged. It, it bounced off of one chunk, mm-hmm. chunk off of this finger. And then, uh, but I wiped, you know, brand new rug. It wasn't going to bleed all over it. So I t- tied it off and I'm driving to the, to the, to the hospital. Uh, and uh, I'm trying to call my, my girlfriend now, fiance. And I'm like, Finally get a hold. She's like, "Hey, what's up, babe?" And I'm like, "Hey, I blew my finger off. I'm in the hospital. If you could get down here." And the worst part really is, appreciate literally, this. the worst part is the guys who are doing the humidor, my brother-in-law and uh, Mac, show up before anybody else does, and they're like, and they start making fucking jokes, yeah. like, and they're like, it's true happened friend. like a half an hour. Like, like true it, well, first they're do. like, "Hey, does it hurt?" And I'm like, "No, it's good. He gave me lidocaine. I'm good now. Like, he's good. He cut it off, and we're 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 good to go." And because uh, it was hanging, and I had to tape the whole thing. I was a shit show, um, and uh. So once they found out I wasn't in actual any pain, and uh, the guy it was good because the guy had been a combat medic in something <laughs> in the he been a, in a dock or a, he was a combat medic in the army. So he's like, you know, he hit me with the lidocaine. I was good, and then they started making jokes like these assholes. So there you go, man. <laughs> there it is, kids. Okay, in all fairness, gun, like, gun I love safety. all of my freedom friends, but if one of y'all called me and was like, I think I shot myself, I'd be like, of course you fucking did. When when like, you first off. Are you okay? Right. Yeah, when fine. I when right. I got a call, now it commences. Yeah. When, yeah. I, when yeah. I got a it's call exactly about one of those first recordings that we did, holy shit! Yeah, that was the first thing that went through my mind was who fucking shot themselves. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so John and I have one, I two, three. I think Jim makes five. I count four. Four? Yeah. Didn't you have a buddy not too long ago that did something? Yeah. You we, have we got four guys with eighties into themselves. Yes. yes. I know. And they're, and they're and all, all good friends of ours. Yeah. <laughs> And Complacency I, kills, man. And the thing is, like, and and I hope you know Will listens to this the the podcast, like, sir. Do we need to have a block of instruction on properly clearing your pistol? <laughs> I must have shot. I mean, since I'd retired, I was shooting twice a week for months, and uh, it's just it, I just dumbass the whole thing. So now, like, I, I'm always just like, all right. And it's not because I'm worried about shooting myself, like the pain involved. I don't want to look like a dumbass again, so I'm always just like. <laughs> Like check it like three or four times because I don't want to listen to these assholes fucking making fun of me again. So there you go. It's a lesson to you, kids. Don't shoot so, your pinky. Yeah, I'll be honest. I, I owned a gun store for ten years. I've been around guns my whole life. Like I awesome. gun dorked my whole life, and I am so happy I got out of that world 
unscathed. Yeah. Before something yeah. stupid yeah. happens. Not, not yeah. because of self-inflicted. No, because well, other people. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, you get... You get complacent. Yeah, you get, you know, you just... It becomes a routine, you know, yeah. you know, and... And uh, we were at the range one day. Speaking of complacency, I was, I was down there with one of the, our past employees in the gun store, and we were test firing a gun, and it was cycling really weird, and something was ejecting funny or whatever. And we had, you know, fucking 20-foot berms. Like, we had a bunch of dirt work done, and we had, like, a really fucking nice range. And I'm, like, shooting, but I can't see, like, the side of the gun. So I turn the gun to look, and I shoot. And, and the other employee's just like, oh. And I'm like, what? And he's like, dude, you just launched that fucking round way off the range. And then I actually looked to see where the weapon was pointed in, in at comparison to the berms. And it was like a 45 degree up. But I saw what I needed to see. And I was like, oh, that was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my fucking life. <laughs> and like from then forward, there was just what Scott was saying, the complacency aspect of like, it's just like turning the lights on every time you walk into yeah, room. Yeah, you get yeah. So, so used, used to, to it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, uh, I mean, that kind of segues into a good, you know who wasn't complacent? That dude in Oh, the church. In church. Oh, my God. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Yes. One the shot, one kill. The best part is that dude was just like, whap. And that was it. Like, like if you could slow, hone in on, like, steady, I bet you if you could, fucking... like, hone in on, like, just that guy, everything he did was, like, right by the book. Like, fucking draw, clap, boom, hit the guy in the head, apparently, or the well, face. it was something, like, sub three seconds. It was, like, two yeah. point I, something I saw seconds. I the video. And from it was 50 just like... feet into a moving target. On a hip draw and hit that dude in the face. Yeah. yeah. Well, and now okay, I want to I want to throw this. I want to let's let's make this a little bit of a of a I don't know, not political, but let's talk two A here for a second, okay. right? Well, hold on. Everybody's trying. Before we even get into all that, I think it's important that we do a quick recap of the situation with it, just in case one of our listeners isn't yeah, okay. all over social media or, or so whatever and the, doesn't know what's what happened. There was the church shooting in Texas. Uh, what, in this North weekend. Texas, yeah, yeah, outside of Dallas. So there was a guy in the church. Uh, I think he, I heard he had a shotgun. It was a. He apparently showed up, big jacket, and had he looked like a, a goddamn crypt keeper or some a, bullshit. It was yeah, um, it was like a huge hood, the yeah. whole nine yards. In the video, it makes it look like there's like a Jedi sitting in the corners, like this massive no, hood. It looks like fucking Dylan there. and Cleveland yeah. fucking. From yeah, so oh, guy, and he yeah. pulled out apparently a uh, short barrel shotgun and got two rounds off. Shot two uh, into people. two parishioners, so he shot two people, and one of the deacons of the church, uh, because in last, I think it was September, they changed the law in Texas, yeah, where you can now carry it. your yep. you can carry your weapon in a church, right? Yeah, in a place uh, which of is in response to the other church shooting that happened in Texas, which is not too far from where we are, where that which yeah. happened here just outside San but, Antonio, and I think the, that was like seven or eight casualties that that guy right, got and off that was another instance where. And then another responsible gun holder got him. I I hate uh, that we do this all the time and cut each other off, but let's just stop and look at that little thing right there for one second. There was a a shooting in Texas, right? right? Guns weren't allowed in the place that the shooting happened. Texas is like, hey, there's something wrong with this. Let's let the people carry guns to protect themselves in these places. Yeah. Okay, cool. A year later, a shooting happens in a similar establishment. And what happens? Instead of a bunch of people getting killed, Right, a responsible gun owner. Within within three seconds, yeah. the guy stops the, the situation because he has a hole in himself. And like, then and then there's <laughs> yeah. and, and in that church, and how many people were in that congregation? Maybe thirty. 40? Yeah, it went huge if you look at the live stream. No, it wasn't. A lot it was probably thirty or forty people, but five of them. Yeah, I was just had reading. guns out. Five. I mean, and good kinda, people yeah. had guns in that church. I'm re- reading a news article, and they interviewed somebody that was there. And their quote was, I was so surprised because I did not know that so many in the church were armed. Yeah. Like, yeah, because they're good fucking 
Yeah. Law-abiding citizens. So I want to protect If the guy themselves. that had taken him down and missed, he was fucked anyway. Yeah. He but was absolutely... They had, they had him by... There were three guys. Yeah, yeah all different It would have been awful. But... So, I mean, so that just goes to show that, like, just because you're not into guns and you think guns are the problem, right? That guy went to a place that he thought nobody would have guns Meth. that he could get away with whatever he wanted to get away with. And when he was met with within three, greater firepower. within three seconds by a guy who had been trained his whole life for that very situation. And was an, and is an instructor. It is an instructor. You know, like, I mean, how do you argue that everybody else, if you passed a gun law that said, okay, nobody can be carrying guns in church anymore, right? Yeah. Then that one guy that didn't give a shit about the laws, the bad guy, would have been able to do whatever he wanted. And all of the good guys that had been trained their whole life to handle a situation like that would have left their guns in the car because they were law-abiding citizens. Yeah. And then it would have been way worse. It would have been way worse. Yeah. You know, so just because you as an individual that might not know guns, might not be in that world. You're you you're you're in a out of 40 people in that church, 5 had guns and were ready to you know carry the burden of having to shoot somebody in their church. Yep. Like that's not something anybody wants to do. It's not something that guy wanted to do. Like I'm going to carry a gun cuz I hope I get to shoot a guy today. Nobody fucking wants that. No, absolutely. The good not. guys don't want that, but they're there to 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 protect everybody else. Like, let that happen. Yeah. As and a if, society, and don't you, stop that. And if you look at that video, the guy that took that shot is in the rear of the church with open access to the exit. Yep. Yeah, he could have left. He could have turned and just left. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the congregation jumped on top of uh, their wives or whatever. But the one thing I want to say, and, you know, because a bunch of military guys here, I, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate, but, that guy that took that shot, maybe he was thinking in that three seconds or two seconds he got that shot, maybe that guy's wearing body armor, so I got to make a headshot, and he did. I, I kind of want to believe that only because it probably would have been easier for him to, to, to so, take a center match. Well, I think he, he was, in, I think he was read, an ex-police officer. Have you read On Killing or On Combat? By um, yeah, yeah. the guy, the Harvard professor? Yep. Yes. So I think it was On, on Killing. I think on, in yeah. the book on killing, he he talks about how the military changed their training as their training that they were doing because they looked at the number of rounds shot versus the number of enemies that were hit or killed, uh, and then they realized that in parts of their training, it's a natural reaction for somebody when they're shooting at an actual human to aim high to purposely miss to yeah. purposely aim high and miss. So maybe along all the training they had, everything that he was done to do, maybe he had that split second of, oh, fuck, am I really going to shoot this dude in this church? And that's why it was a little higher. Like, there's so many reasons uh, why I, I could have hit that spot. You know what I mean? Like, I don't He's know also one dude. of those guys, though, that kind of, he goes to the range and it doesn't badass. miss. <laughs> he doesn't miss. And those guys, and he, not only is he an instructor, but he does, he runs a, runs a training facility. I kind of want to believe that... That's he, yeah, that yeah. he, he hit that guy saying yeah. he's probably wearing armor, yeah, even if it's half ass bullshit armor, and he hit him and he hit him in the, I mean, yeah. it's a tremendous shot with a pistol. Yeah. So it was well, what, I mean, it's, it's fifty feet into a movie. And it was target. it was and a I reaction mean, time. It was a hell of it was, a shot. It's a reaction time of I'm sitting in church listening mm. to I just killed a bad guy in three seconds. Right. Yeah. 
anybody out there in podcast land knows any of these guys, I would love to have a cigar and a whiskey with them. Yeah, no joke. I'm that not saying be, needs to be on the show or no, anything like that. I general. would just, yeah. I just want to hang out just like to, cigar and be like, I just appreciate the fact that that thank guy you. did. And, and, and I'd like to know if he was just like, look, man, I just took the shot at that big goddamn hood. And that was kind of what I was aiming for. All right, who got it? But if he's like, he could be wearing body armor. That's even more... <laughs> Yeah. That's even more of a well, and to, to piggyback off of what you were talking about with awareness and, and kind of looking at the tactical situation, go, it could be armor, it's better just to go for the soft target right away, and da-da-da-da-da. The other carrying members of that congregation, upon seeing the neutralization of the target, it's not like they just unloaded into this guy. Yeah. No. Like, that shot went off and went shot. down, and everybody else lowered their yeah. weapon. Like the it threat was, stopped. These were, all of these guys <laughs> obviously respected and were trained with their weapon. And how quickly that situation got neutralized was amazing. Because you could have had, you know... A bunch of, yeah, just... Yeah, I mean, you could have had... Well, you, you, you could have you had... Figure you, on average, 15 rounds per carry you, and the five you dudes. You could have had you that dude had. shoot one more person. Yeah. You know, and, and That's it. I, I, think, you know? I think the non-gun carrying population or the people that don't understand it that are trying to ban all these guns, right? They think that, uh, you know, like, the good guys with the guns all want to do this and they want to, but it, it, nobody to make the decision to kill somebody is, is not something that you can do without training for that situation. Yeah. It's not a natural thing. It's not something anybody wants to do. Like, you know, so I don't know. I, I think when people try to prevent good guys carrying guns in places like that, they don't realize that the people who carry every day, and who are willing to make that decision, they don't take it lightly. It's it's not a decision that comes easy. You know, it's it, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a tough decision okay. to make. You're to not... fix your number, you said about 40. There was 242 parishioners in that church. Well, oh, on when video. the shooting happened. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The From the end of the video, saw the right. venue, but you can't tell. Yeah. But like, I would yeah. say 242 people yeah. in that church. That's wow. crazy. So that's a pretty big So, area. And it was uh, the... The one that we're crediting with the shot and another parishioner apparently both fired right around the same time. Oh, God. So okay. there were two people that pulled trigger within three seconds. Which is... And still fired. That's a hell of a response time. Hell yeah. Um, no, I mean, if you, if you, you go into the range with the... You can't even get your phone on dial 911 The report I was just given actually said that the sheriff of that community actually flat out said these two men saved 242 lives yeah yeah by being will by being armed trained and willing yeah yep and there was no desire and the guy was a uh uh ex-reserve sheriff is actually uh so he did have a uh law enforcement background um so he's which also means that we have to understand that he does know the law especially since he's an instructor as well um he saw the situation read the situation and decided the risk was worth it um, and it's not like this guy, it's like they showed him just went, like shook his hand and was like, well done. And he just like went home. There's like a whole process he's going to have to yeah, carry yeah. as well as now carrying the weight that he did take another man's life. One of the biggest things that we in learned in his church. Yeah. yeah in his like church. It's a, a so, fucked up scenario. One of the biggest be things that Scott and I learned in the, being in the firearms industry and teaching CCW classes in Nebraska is you might be found not guilty from your, the criminal charges of whatever incident There's that you were involved in, you but with. that civil side, yeah. you can be fucking, Oh, that was a good shoot. You know, 100% self-defense, whatever whatever it was, that family can still sue the fuck out of you and ruin your life. Yeah. There was a case uh, not too long ago, uh, it made the news, it was a guy, guy engaged with an AR-15, and uh, the quotes coming from the family of the, the douchebag that they killed were, well, he didn't need to use an AR-15, and this, that, and the other thing. So, of course, people are seeing dollar signs, especially as their loved one is, is in pieces in front of some guy's lawn. 
the one thing that they tell you in in, in, uh, in the concealed carry course, they tell you two things, and it's funny because you guys just brought it up, is they'll, they'll tell you, hey, look, you're not law enforcement. So if you've got a weapon and it's clearly not going to affect you and kill a bunch of people, so you walk and into you the convenience store. And you have an open yeah. area of egress. Your Get job out. is not to, to shoot yeah, right. it out with the bad guy. The other thing, too, is that my instructor told me, he's like, make sure you're carrying something you want the cops to take and not some $3,000 friggin' STI. Because uh, you, you're never seeing that gun again, right? Yeah. You know? yeah. But know. What, gets hurt, well, what gets hurt worse? Getting shot with an STI or getting shot with a pink Glock 42? Right. Yeah. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so. But, yeah. you know, I mean, this does come down to... This is a fair argument for the intent, right? Like, this guy didn't show up with an AR. He showed up with a shotgun, which is has been touted from a lot of people hey, wasn't about there a politician you don't need yeah. you don't need an AR you don't need a pistol get a shotgun to defend yourself <laughs> we're not going to take shotgun your shotgun to defend yourself yeah, yeah. so oh, you shoot in the air yeah. like you just so, rack it'll scare them yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this dude went and attacked a church with a shotgun so this is it's intent and it's all about intent. This guy could have also just stood up with a baseball bat and started just fucking braining people in the middle of this church. This guy was going to... He went there to do physical yeah, no harm to other what people. No matter tool he was using. Right. He was still... So, as, as it's him an as intent a person. The, the, the bottom line is, uh, I'm glad it wasn't a gun-free zone. And I think everybody else in that church is glad it wasn't a gun-free zone. You know what I almost want to see? And I know it's kind of counterproductive to the whole argument. Is I want to see... I don't want to see a shooting, actually. But in a hypothetical situation, I want to see a shooting happen in a gun-free zone and then have somebody with the fucking CCW take that dude out immediately. Yeah. And then I want to see if they prosecute that guy. It that depends what well, state Not in the Republic of Texas, no, but someplace yeah. else. Yeah. But no, I, I would love to see that because that John, right I there, guarantee that's happened. But that would be the case that if that dude wants to fight it well enough, that would go up to the high-level courts. Okay, so, but it, so we're talking... Okay, so... I'm defending life, liberty, machete, pursuit of happiness. Yeah, we had the absolutely. machete attack in, in New York City, and uh, God damn it, don't mess with Hasidic Jews, because they the, about two hours after that, they've got a bunch of Hasidic Jews and freaking body armor and AR-15s. I don't know where you get an AR-15 in the city of New York, but you, uh, the city of New York City... The people you that were carry, carrying them, you don't ask. But those guys, <laughs> they, they all had them, and they all had body armor, and NYPD was like, yep, don't know these guys. So... Uh, I, I, it's funny that it happens in Texas because this stuff we kind of and I'm we're transplanted Texans, oh, yeah. like the three of us. I don't know. Uh, yeah, this is home. And uh, uh, I'm not from Texas. I'm from the you know the People's Republic of Massachusetts, like you are. <laughs> and uh, you know, and my, you got to go talk to your local uh, police, you know, uh, sheriff if you can carry a gun up there. Here, it's not like that. But you go to some of these other. Pretty, uh, I mean, city of Baltimore. Oh my God! Any place in DC, Virginia now has gone crazy. Wherever you need to carry a gun, you can't, you can't. carry. And gun. then you can't carry. But that's that's why you need to carry. Because yeah. if you could carry a gun, you wouldn't need to. Yeah, you wouldn't need to have that as, yeah. as an option in those places. Yeah, but and if you're not understanding what I'm saying, like it's a little cliche. Like it, Chicago, if I drive through Chicago, I would feel like that would be a place, that, and I'd probably want to carry I a gun. Statue but I can't happens. carry. But every but, time I've been to Chicago, but I, but I, had a weapon. Illinois, but I can't carry a gun in Chicago. The, yeah. the city of Chicago no. actually has completely different laws. Than no, the yeah. Yeah. It's got itself yeah. just like a New York City. Now, so what I'm saying, though, is if Chicago would say, you know what? We don't care if you carry a gun. Yeah. Would I need to carry a gun? But or no. would it be a self-correcting problem? No, it'd be a self-correcting problem. But a lot of that, for me, it comes down, and I know we've seen it printed on T-shirts and a little cliche, but it is does come down to that whole... Would you rather be judged by twelve or carried by six? Because yeah. yeah. well, it, it's because yeah. if I had to choose, no, 
I'd rather just pay for a good attorney. Let's pick on Chicago for a second. So Chicago just, the the Illinois Supreme Court just shot down the city of Chicago for trying to implement a city tobacco tax. Yeah. Yeah. The city of Chicago tried to raise the taxes on tobacco products in the city after the state is already taxing an import tax. It's fairly decent tax. And the city wanted that on top of it. And, and the, the, literally, the Illinois Supreme Court's like, no, you cannot do that. Like, that is not, that's not how this works. I got producer yeah, bringing something up here. Producer, bring me information. <laughs> so, while he's looking, uh, I'm drinking some amazing, oh, yeah. amazing oh, scotch good. that Jim brought in. It is a, so the boys, uh, I try to keep them soft and pliable. Yeah. They, have, they have things that I need. <laughs> Tim knows how to pick up a next, date. Yeah, plus we have a good time when we go out. It's so. the uh, the Glen um, the Glen Morangi eighteen year. Eighteen. Oh, it's so good. It, it is, is so smooth. I don't like scotch because it's uh, it, some. Well, most scotches are too peaty for me. But I says the guy me. who got me drinking scotch. Now I'm a but, bourbon guy. But the but scotch that I got you is it peaty. Gore- oh, it's, it's so fucking delicious. But is it a Highland yeah. scotch? See, that's the thing. That's the thing. I can drink yes. Highland scotches. I can't drink Elay scotches, which, which are the, the ones that are just super so peaty. smoky. It fucking yeah. literally no. tastes like oh, a And I think this one even says, uh, you I know, soaked it. in I like hit Merlot. it so it didn't get drank by everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm actually drinking the, uh, I stole some of that uh, Tatouche oh, rye that tatouche that's over there. Yeah, that tatouche is delicious. That is not a bad bourbon at all. I, I and where did we get the Tatouche? That is Gregos Precision. So I have some friends that... Uh, you know, back to the gun days, um, that work at uh, Grey Ghost. And um, she's like, hey, what's your address? And I'm like, oh, okay, here you go. Uh, she's like, cool, you're getting a package next week. And I'm like, oh, sweet, I love packages. Speaking of, and, and <laughs> yeah. she sent us other things like the Don't so Be I've Cunty heard. t-shirts. Yeah, the Don't Be Cunty the, t-shirt. Yeah, that's the, from Grey Ghost. Got that, we, it's a great that's fucking Julie's t-shirt. Favorite. So like two days later, this package shows up. And, uh, and I pick it up. It's got some weight to it. I shake it, and it doesn't make any noise. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking weird. Normally stuff this heavy has to go to a gun store if I get it from a, you know, great right, or something absolutely. like that. And uh, so I open a box and there's uh, it's bubble wrapped and it's a bottle of whiskey, clearly. And I couldn't see any of it. So I pull it out. And Jim, can you grab me that yep. bottle? Uh, so I, I pull out the bottle of whiskey and it's it's a, a custom labeled Grey Ghost. Yeah. Bottle. Bottle. Hey, John, uh, while you're pulling that out. Great. Yeah, because that's what I'm um, drinking, too. So. On the back, it's got a... a yeah, I'll teddy- take a little top off, too. On the back, it's uh, easy, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You can't replace... I Anymore? feel I'm a collector. I feel bad because you can't really well, replace I, no, the bottle. I don't care. No, because I, I could buy him a, I could buy him a bottle of tattoos and we just pour it into that. Yeah, I'm there still you get go. the pretty bottle. Yeah, bottle it's not the same. But anyway, yeah, I get it. On the bottom of the bottle, back of the bottle, it's got a quote from Teddy Roosevelt. Um, And so immediately... buy him a bottle so refill that thing. Immediately, I pulled it out, took the bubble wrap off, looked at it, and I'm like, that's fucking sweet. Opened it, smelled it, poured a glass, took a sip, and I'm like, okay, I drink the fuck out of this. It's got got like a... Three or second after, after a little burr to oh, it, great. and it's, it's so it's delicious. so good. Yeah, and no, a little bit like, of ice, it's gorgeous. But uh, but yeah, big some huge, citrus, so citrus. There. I've been interested in drinking because another mutual friend of the show has a bottle of it. The tattoosh or the Gregos? The tattoosh. Okay. And uh, I was gonna say they're sending those fuckers out there. No, 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 no like, not oh, I'm so pissed out. That's special. <laughs> but it's a bottle of the tattoosh. We should but kill it. Yeah. It's another special bottle or whatever, and he refuses to open it. Because it's it is it's been engraved and has changed and da 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 da. See, I'll, so I've been I'll curious drink it, about drinking it for like a while, but he won't open it. Uh, oh, he's gonna fuck it all up. Here we go. So what happens when you let John fuck with cameras? There we go. That's a fucking thing of beauty right there. 
Get yours at Specs Liquors. No, so I for mean, those of you that are just listening and not watching, uh, he did just show off the yeah, bottle. This is an audio show. So, uh, <laughs> and if you were just listening and not watching and want to do us a favor, anyways, go check out the YouTube channel and just like pull up like all twenty something of the episodes and just hit like on all of them and then hit that little subscribe button. It's cool if you're not necessarily watching there, but if you could just go ahead and hit that like and subscribe stuff over there for us, that uh, you'd be doing us a solid. Mainly because we're trying to get that. Uh, what's it called? partnership status that, that youtube money that youtube partnership <laughs> no it's not because we want youtube money it's because uh we're working on a little something behind the scenes here it's uh freedom friends and you may see some of the uh the sexiness that is us on some swag Ooh, here pretty yeah. soon but if we can get that uh partnership with youtube know, we can sell it over there <laughs> so uh um, it's really just going to be jim on a t-shirt going so the, uh, i approve let's all <laughs> <stuff. Just a laughs> <thumbs> up. <laughs> We gotta have him do like the the Hawaii Five O sign. The, the, That'd be great. The hang ten thing that just says, "Yeah, hang eight. I'm yeah, hang nine for you. I guess is more of what it's. Ah, yeah. funny guy. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, the we got pass a note from the producer uh, from uh, uh, touching back on the Jim's headshot. Um, and uh, so a quote from the dude that shot in uh, at the church. He said, uh, "The only clear shot I had was his head because I still had people in the pews that were not." All the way down as low as I could. Uh, that was my one shot. And that was it. Further in that article, I do want to point out, it does, it does build into what you were talking about, uh, about tactical awareness, though. Same thing, yeah. Because well, later in the article, it actually states that uh, he and another one of the parishioners had actually noticed that there was this, it was a new face looking a little squirrely. And they had their eye on him and from you, the beginning, and so when things went sketchy, yeah. and you know, you guys patrols down, space, yeah, down you know, in Iraq and stuff like that. They they always said for years, you know, when you're driving through, walking through, what doesn't fit, what guy doesn't fit, right? And every time, uh, you know, somebody would detonate a thing or wearing a friggin' suicide vest, it was always, always somebody. If you talk to your kids afterwards, they'd be like, "Look, this dude was yeah. was sweating. He didn't yeah. look right. He's looking around." And yeah. it's like that in every situation, whether you're bouncing bars and stuff like that. As both we've had, we it's have. Just, it's the who same doesn't thing fit? That, Who's looking for trouble? So yeah, that and, and I guarantee you, it goes back to something that the majority of all military guys do. They don't really give a fuck about what the guy's wearing or anything like that. What's his hands doing? How's his body posture? Where yep. is he looking? You know, like it's behavior, not appearance. Yeah, that's yeah. the. So that's the big thing, and. Uh, I think it's it, it's far more important that that type of education be more known. That, that it's should not, be a class and, in fucking high school. And, yeah. and, but, I, but I think I think too, like there's a certain percent of the population that doesn't want to have anything to do with situational awareness. They don't want to be yeah, blissfully ignorant. They want to be blissfully yeah, ignorant, it's right? Sheep dogs kind of mentality, yeah. and that's fine. That is fine for ninety percent of the population to be blissfully <laughs> ignorant. However, don't take the rights to defend ourselves and you from the 10% of the population that will, right. that are situationally aware, yeah. that can understand this stuff, don't hinder that by gun-free zones and fucking taking and I just, the guns away. And I do want to state that that is not a, a political party stance. It's, it's, it's as a whole. If you're not a gun person, because I've met, I've met conservatives and I've met liberals and whatever, and both of them, on both sides of the aisle... I've done the whole, like, I just really don't get the gun thing and da-da-da-da. That's fine. Like, I don't need you to get it. There's a lot of stuff that you believe in, eat, pray to, watch, sure, yeah. whatever, that I don't get. I don't need to get it. We live in a country, and we live in such a beautiful country where you are allowed to believe, be into, pray to, eat, whatever the fuck you want yeah. to. That's what makes this country great. 
I'm not going to tell you what you can or can't do until it impacts me. And 99.9% of all things don't impact me. I don't give a fuck who you're sleeping with or who you pray to or whatever. None of that. That's like, that's, that is a classical liberal in the classical liberal definition sense of the word old school or a conservative thing. Do what you want to do. Don't do it near me. Right. But when you're going to tell me I have to like you or I have to not carry a weapon or those things, when you start limiting what the constitution dictate says, I can and can't do. It's the only, it is the only amendment in the constitution that tells the government to go fuck off. Yeah. It's the only one that actually limits government power. Exactly. So, you know, like they did it for a reason. They just fought a goddamn war against the number one military power in the world. And they who, said, who, by the way, took their guns and who took yeah. their guns. <laughs> Which, uh, an underlying factor was where were the British going to Lexington and Concord to go take powder and friggin muskets from the, uh, the, the a bunch of friggin militia. Yeah. So they knew what they were doing when they did it. So, uh, you know, I try, I want to jump into this on the political side because I'm a, such a two a freak. I troll people on, on Instagram, or not Instagram, but on... Look, we're on, a very two-way uh, show, but I will say, because you are on, a guest, but we are a very apolitical show, too. So On Twitter. And I got on Twitter, really, just to follow... Oh, Boston Twitter's sports. the fucking Wild West. Oh, That's However, I've been banned on Twitter three times. <laughs> I just follow because I want to follow the New England Patriots, because I'm a New England Patriots fan. But I end up trolling guys about like them dolphins, certain eh? senators from the great state of Texas <laughs> who happen to be on the uh, Democrat ah. side... And some of the other ones because they want to limit this stuff. So anyway, I think this what what had happened both uh, obviously happened in New York and then what happened in Texas are are examples of people doing the right thing to stop bad shit happening. And I and yeah. I think it should just reinforce the fact that maybe we re- re- it's need to look nationwide. It's, it's on, intent. It's not. Yeah. It's it's not a tool or and, and we're a not, weapon or whatever the fuck uh, title you want to put on it. It's not the object. It's intent. If yeah. if shit bags want a shit bag. They're going to figure out how to do it. Yeah, they're going to ship it. Your lo- yeah. And I hate to tell you this, but passing a law isn't going to stop a murderer from committing murder. Hey, you know, it, it helped with the war on drugs. Totally. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Awful. There's that no, hasn't there's, created, there's no opioid that hasn't created massive no deaths. Heroin yeah. overdoses nonstop. Let's, I'm going trans- I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say two things here, and then I'm going to transition this. I, before, before you get into that, please tell me. What your views are on how you believe people should act and feel and have guns and all that fun stuff. <laughs> With, do you uh, not know what they are? No, I do. I just want. I was going to let you say that. Well, With, I don't uh, know. I don't... All, all your gay friends can smoke pot and. Yeah, well, that's have my their political guns. view. I want my gay friends to be able to smoke pot and shoot their guns. Mikey, uh, but... ladies and gentlemen, Mikey, the talent Fahey has arrived, and now he's going to sit on Jim's lap, and it's going to be awesome. Hello, sorry for my tardiness. <laughs> You'll be flogged later. We will allow it. <laughs> but no, so fucking so, traffic, man. God damn it! My <laughs> finger hurts from just fucking being up. Okay, like so fatigued. we're gonna give shit about Mikey being late, but I'm gonna defend Mikey here a little bit. In that he is tardy because Mikey actually has two here's, beautiful. Here, here's Mikey doing his fucking yeah. holier than thou shit again. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm going to defend him. Yeah, because he's a better person than the rest of us. <laughs> so before we get too far off the gun topic, I want to finish my what yeah. I. Okay. I want to finish what I. Can I want to let that hang that I'm going to defend Mikey's uh, yes. lateness. So going back to this, if you're not a gun owner and and guns are not for you, that's fine. If you are a gun owner and you carry a gun, you need to put yourself in 
in the situation that happened in this church, right? Are you proficient enough? Talk about to, that dude putting to, one in the tee box from 20 feet away while walking. Are you, well 50. done, sir. Are you proficient <laughs> enough to draw your gun and shoot a bad guy without hurting anybody else that's innocent? Yeah. yeah. If not, you need okay. to train more. Yeah. And put your fucking weapon away until you know you can do it. Yes. Because yeah. you're just going to hurt somebody so, else I'm or not, yourself. I'm not saying that, that carrying a gun all yeah, the time right. is for everybody, but don't limit the people that it is that, I mean, uh, absolutely. That which guy's is, that guy was. Which is why I'm all for CCW classes. Just, I'm all for all of that. Yeah, I can't yeah, imagine. Otherwise, you lose a. I can't imagine making it a basic carbine, making it a gun free zone, and tying tying that guy's hands behind his behind his back. I got nothing but love for you. Jay. You know, like, I can't imagine that. Yeah. So, yeah. But to defend Mikey and his tardiness, I will say. I had the pleasure over the uh, Christmas holiday, which just happened, which I want to talk to everybody about, oh, too, because yeah, yeah. Christmas just happened, and uh, we're actually, this will come out on on uh, New Year's Eve. New Year's. But oh. uh, on Christmas Day, for the first time, even though I've been friends with Mikey for a while now, I got the chance to meet um, both of his beautiful sons, and they are, you have some good-looking kids, man. They are yeah, not, dude, uh, they take after the mailman's kids, dude. man. <laughs> yeah, they have to be. Dude. Well, dude, especially the but, cock uh, on the oldest one. There's no way that's mine. So, uh, <laughs> but I did get to meet uh, both of his uh <laughs> Both of his yeah. sons, and they were uh, they were quite awesome. It skips a generation, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so Mikey is late because he was actually at the zoo, was as we zoo? heard earlier, yeah. uh, letting his kids see were the lights you, at the zoo and stuff like that. So uh, yeah. no? he was off being no. a good dad. And, I, was on, uh, uh, I can't fault you too much for being a good pops. Like, yeah, we're going to let yeah. that slide. And, and to be honest with you, I, I actually fucking totally forgot. I was like... Uh, she was like, hey, is Monday good to go to the zoo like, with yeah, uh, everybody? And I was like, yeah, it's fucking fine. And then... Like today, this morning, like I'm talking, and, and Justin actually brought it up, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" And it, it, it like hit me, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I got a thing. And I was like, "I totally spaced the podcast." And I was like, "Fuck!" I was I'm like, glad no, to see yeah. we're so important to you, buddy. Yeah, I love, fucking love you too. So, buddy. Uh, so. <laughs> hey, if you need a day off, you need a yeah. day off. But it's almost like we don't do this every Monday. I know, right? Like it's, so, <laughs> it's only been what? It's kind of my fault. Twenty-four like, weeks in a row now, yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I, fuck, but, I uh, fucking screwed a pooch on it. My so bad. we are to uh, now that Mikey's here, we're to one of my favorite parts of the show. How was your weekend? Which was actually, I'm going to change how your weekend to how was your week? How was your holiday? Mm. Because yeah. we are, uh, I like to catch up with you guys. Because although, ha- we, although we have the, when was isn't Kwanzaa? it still going? For you? Uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> <laughs> I think <laughs> we're still doing. Kwanzaa. You're a terrible Jew. <laughs> <laughs> well, it started on the twenty. 24- <laughs> Yeah, you still have like three more days. Or something, no, don't you? I, don't I hope. I hope you're John. I hope, dad's gonna lose. I hope you're down with him. I don't know. I thought you were a match. So, you're not oh, a match. It ends today. It ends today. One, so, two, uh, three, four, no, one five, of my favorite parts six, is actually yeah, it's the day. the oh, weekend see? catch up yeah. amongst you. all of us. Yeah. No, I was gonna say you have to fucking teach on Shrewsbury. Although, although we have the chat group and we we talk quite a bit outside about people on a podcast. We typically only see each other. Once a week, right? Yeah, so yeah. I like doing the ketchup piece. So uh, I think I think we'll start with uh, with Grandpa over there. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. How was your uh, How was your Christmas, buddy? So it was good. You and or holiday, whatever yeah. you're, uh, you whatever you're balls. inserting. I celebrated <laughs> Christmas. You get okay, new tennis good. balls for your uh, for your walker there. Or? <laughs> I have not wore through my original set yet. Uh. Uh, no, it was good. We just uh, hung out at the house with the kids. I I uh, triggered. A uh, brisket. It was amazing. He got a new uh, jumpsuit, though. New sweat jumpsuit. <laughs> totally, man. Yeah, yeah, Timeshare in Florida. 
Fucking, fucking <laughs> asshole. Yeah, no, no, no. I've been taking it about my finger the whole time. Hey, I'm gonna change. We're changing the name of the podcast. It's the Freedom Assholes. Yeah, uh, the that's, Freedom Assholes that's podcast. Well, yeah. it's Christmas, so it's kind of like festive. I didn't guys, say anything. New coffee cup that says "World's Best Pop Pop." There you go. I'll get you one. This is "World's Best Asshole." Fucker. I bleach it. So what do you want? And that, that's good for that's good for two different reasons. You're right. The old ether bunny. Just wait. The ether bunny. The ether bunny yeah, he's coming. So, so literally. So you triggered family. Did anybody come to town? Not about the ether bunny. Would y'all shut the fuck up? I'm trying to have a heart failing moment. God damn it. Fuck you. Let's talk about the ether bunny. What about the ether bunny coming? Fuck. We're not there yet. The world's greatest asshole. This is so. How do we go from talking about like one of the most majestic, majestic stoppages of a mass shooting to the Easter Bunny coming in the world's greatest asshole? I can just see friends in a furry costume standing over him with a fucking napkin. Like, you've obviously you've obviously never been to a furry cut convention because those that's pretty much the whole thing. No, 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 I haven't. Don't even. Yeah. I just want to point out that Jim had a pretty pal. Whatever you're I just want to point out that Jim had a pretty strong Mikey's delay fault. before he denied his out. attendance. No, but he's the one and only CSI on, on. friggin' Vegas, whatever show I ever watched was about fucking furry, so I got an education. I figured it all it's out. True, I don't this know. Is, this is all Mikey's fault. No, probably. We were having like a super serious. Yeah, like, yeah then Mikey showed up and it all <laughs> went to shit. Dick, dick and fart jokes. And, <laughs> I not, and I haven't said shit yet, man. What are you talking yeah. about? It's your aura, your presence. Let's get back right, to the brisket. Y'all shut the fuck up. Let's hear about this brisket. Hey, it, was, it was amazing and uh, hung out at home all day. That's it. <laughs> Anybody come in from out of town or was it just nope. you and the lovely wife just, and the kids? Just us and the, the immediate family. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh. This is nice. Scott. <laughs> Me. It's delicious. It's a ride. Such an it's exciting good, yeah. story, buddy. Uh, I, I, it wasn't much, but it was, John, how it was, was your how was my eight Christmas? days of magic or oh, whatever? So it is. <laughs> I, uh, John Simonberg. Crazy nights. So my my whole dad's side of my family's Jewish. My whole mom's side of my family's Catholic. So well, growing up, I got the best of both worlds. Wow, is it just a fist fight like every holiday? Or no, like, it was great because I got Christmas, Christmas, and then I got Hanukkah or vice versa, depending on where how it fell that year. So you got um, fucked this year anyway. I got Thanksgiving, like, I get Easter, I get Passover, I get fuck, you know, like yeah. I get some shitty food. We had the really Passover conversation once. Yeah. Passover's actually pretty dumb. It's fun. <laughs> some of the food sucks. Last, but yeah, the whole but process of doing it, you I get went to a Passover based. once and got fucking hammered. You hammered. Like it was bad. Right? So I didn't do Hanukkah. Because they read a paragraph and they're like, everybody drink. I, I didn't celebrate Hanukkah, but I did call my dad Irish and Jews? wish him happy Hanukkah. So. That counts. Um, Isn't it Merry Hanukkah? No, Happy Hanukkah. Oh, sorry. It's Merry Christmas. Merry New Year. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, no, Christmas was good. Uh, Christmas Eve, I don't think I went to sleep until about four in the morning, and I was shit-faced. And it was not the plan. It just kind of happened, and I didn't stop. <laughs> so it was great. Happens so the Christmas best us, morning, uh, it was a bit rough. Um, and then... Uh, yeah, I think I continued drinking Christmas Eve and didn't really do much. Cooked some food and just hung out, chilled. Nice. It's like the one, maybe two days a year that we actually, like, it's off-off. Like, I can't do work even if I wanted to. I can't email anybody, can't call people, can't yeah. do shit. Yeah, what are you going to do? Like, it was awesome. nothing. Awesome. So it was great because, like, you know, we're like, oh, let's, do we want to go to the beach? Do we want to go here? Do we want to go do this? Do we want to do that? And I'm like... I don't want to get off this fucking couch. Staycation. <laughs> I don't want to do anything. Staycation style. <laughs> so that was my Christmas. Um, and then uh, can I caveat on top of that to um, the following Monday? 
Yeah, yeah fucking. Yeah, the it's, following it's all Monday. about catch-up yeah. stories. That's um, what this is about. The following right? Monday, instead of doing our typical uh, recording of said podcast, we did a Freedom Friends get together holiday party. Yep. Well, the, the um, prior Monday. No, Monday. that was uh, the Monday, Monday prior, prior to. Oh, it was the Monday prior to. Yeah, yeah. we did. Oh, we, instead of because we rec- so we double recorded before Christmas. We yeah. double recorded and then uh, we had the uh, Freedom Friends yeah. get together. Yeah, and the, yeah. but that was great. Uh, all of us went over to Jazz's house. Uh, brought all the significant others except for uh, Mikey's uh, fake wife. Um. <laughs> Jazz. Okay, look. She was at the house when I went. <laughs> she does exist. I just want to point out, though, that there was no pictures in the house of her. Yes, there is. Or, <laughs> for that matter, any proof that Doesn't there might Mikey, be a female Mikey's like, living there. Mikey's got to look around the family. Our fucking, our fucking wedding pictures are on the wall, man. <laughs> so That was the room he wasn't allowed to the, go in. The theory... That he's actually just hiring an actress for certain appearances. It's still valid. It's still kind of valid. Okay. No, I did. I did indeed. <laughs> I, I met Haley, and uh, this is actually the second time I've met Haley, and it was the same person. Ah. <laughs> so, and no, she was. It, I. It, 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 he's definitely married. Yeah. I yeah. just. I think Haley's aware that her husband is a shitbag, and so all of his. <laughs> all of his friends are. She is. She's aware of that. Yeah. All of his friends are probably also shitbags. She's, all, she's also aware of that. And so, <laughs> since she lives with one of them, yeah. my theory is that she doesn't come around because she's going, nope, I live with one, so five or six in one place is nothing I'm interested in. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Actually. Okay, so yeah, there you that's go. That's pretty accurate. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But uh, yeah. no, my I, I took my wife over there and... Uh, they got along, seemed like pretty well. Yeah, and my yeah wife, absolutely. My wife danced with your kids for a while. And, she did. Uh, she I, did. I got to try out Jazz's cool. bed. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's too. get back to the let's get back to the Freedom Friends yeah, get so, together. So we all go to Jazz's house, um, and, uh, and and I don't I don't mean this in in a mean or bad way in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but Christmas literally threw up all over Jazz's house. It was in awesome. the best way possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. there was like what, well, Chris, three, four Christmas trees. Four Christmas trees. J- yeah. Jazz had talked about his Christmas, uh, his Christmas aspiration, how he is on a during yeah. the Christmas holiday. Like it's his, it's his shit. Yeah, yeah. Love me some, some December, uh, and you were not fucking kidding, man, because no. it is fucking I go jolly in, the paint. in that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> your, your wife made us some crack. What was the yeah. highlight of that night, though? Yeah. Oh. The, the Oculus the uh, VR. Saber. So, uh, so yeah. we have we I think we've established pretty strongly on the show that I'm a fucking giant nerd. I think I think I'm like a, uh, a borderline. You guys didn't play the John nerd. Wick one yet, though, did they? No, no I they haven't tried it. that I one yet. The jo- did you get it? I, pl- I played it. Yeah, I got it. I played oh. it in this house. So I got both of the ones I was talking it's about. So fucking dope. I so fucking do that so bad. It's pretty fucking dope, dude. So at, at Christmas, you guys all did the the Beat Saber thing, which for those of you listening that don't know what it is. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's not a being alive that doesn't know what Guitar Hero is. So, yeah. what like Beat that. Saber is is Guitar Hero with lightsabers. Yeah. So is, instead of having awesome. to hit a button on a controller, you hit a box with a fucking lightsaber inside a virtual reality headset. It's, cool. it's the best thing in the world. And I have a room in my house it's dedicated to. Crazy, man. Like, uh, <laughs> like you put this VR on and you forget the fact that you're in like a ten by ten room. So much that. Madison, my girl, fucking ran into your fucking... Tried to break my shit. <laughs> Entertainment. And felt so bad she afterwards. She felt so bad. She felt so bad that she like, took the headset off and went and sat down. And I like, was like... Why didn't anybody tell me? Like, ah, we weren't so paying attention. So then I was trying to like make her feel better. So I like got her more wine and was like, you need to try it again. Like, we'll figure it out or whatever. Because she didn't break anything. The thing is, she hit... I have that... So you guys have now been in my house. I have my big humidor that's over yeah, in the living room. And I have a little tiny one... 
that I affectionately call my guest humidor. So that's like all the cigars that I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Smoke whatever the fuck you want to. I should have looked in it. It's oh, it's garbage, know, right? dude. It's absolute dog shit stuff. Oh, I should have. That's looked where in he it. sends me. Yeah. And uh, she hit that, and so when she hit that, she hit a. But when you're in the VR thing, you don't know what the fuck. Yeah, is you have around no you. idea what's around. You have no idea. Yeah, and it scared her. It scared her. Yeah. Like, so she instantly took everything off. It's she understandable like, she how people's TVs get broken and shit. Totally. Yeah. Like, you know, well, now you understand like, where there's fucking you know, like, wrist straps on that motherfucker. Well, like John Wick one, like you know, there's certain guys you have to like punch. Yeah. You have to literally extend and punch. Like, I can see how if you're too close to yeah. a TV, you extend and punch. Your hand's going through the TV. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, it's happening. <laughs> so, but, uh, so anyways, yeah, we did so do the VR without thing. a spotter, I guess. Is the, yeah. <laughs> There's actually that John Wick tethered? game. Uh, Caitlin has informed me that I'm not allowed to play it without, like, notifying her. So that every once in a while she can, like, look through the doors and, like, make sure that I'm not. Take a step back. My yeah. Look down, find your feet. Well, no, because oh, in that. That new that new game. So I told you guys about Attica, which was like Beat Saber, but with uh, pistols. Yeah. And you have to shoot the targets as they yeah. come in and oh, stuff like awesome. that. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I got another one called Pistol Whip. And Pistol Whip is literally based on... it. Like, literally in the game description says it was inspired by the godlike mode of John Wick. And I, I put Mikey in it. And yeah. it's literally... It was fun. Yeah. You're, like, traversing <laughs> these alleys and streets and stuff. And, like, just people just... Fucking oh, just come pouring, so oh, and they're man. shooting at you, and you've just got to put shooting. rounds and targets and oh, stuff yeah. like that. And so. you can, and the funny thing is, is it's literally it's like if you were John Wick, like you could almost see, you could see the rounds coming at you, so you got to like yeah. dodge the rounds. You got to dodge <laughs> the rounds and then put rounds <laughs> on targets and stuff like that. And, shit. and, and the funny thing cool. is, is yes. that it's actually a half decent reaction trainer. Yeah, and it's it's a you it's fifteen rounds. You really can't dodge. Never mind. <laughs> I played about I played about yeah, ten minutes. We know they're Jim, Frankie nine fingers. You can dodge, you can't dodge bullets. You can dodge anything. Bullet. Yeah, Frankie nine fingers over there is fucking state the guy? obvious. Look, I'm, I'm living proof that you can't dodge shit. <laughs> we got you gotta two have, people. You're gonna here have a little bit more standoff. Yeah. You're, you're not alone on this. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, we we did have to get together at my place, and uh, and my my wife made you crack. Yeah. Which was, hey, uh, speaking of that, delicious. Mikey, how did it feel to actually be able to dodge a bullet? Uh, you know, it was a new experience for me. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to point out that the first time that he tried it, I did, he I took like the four rounds to I did, the I face. Got shot, I got shot in the He's face. Like, and I was what, like, am oh. I supposed to move? I was like, oh, those are bullets. I've <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I mean, played yeah. this game before. There's definitely <laughs> a learning curve. <laughs> fucking guys. I thought then, you uh, already learned that. Those are crayons you want to try I'm to slow, eat. man. <laughs> But, Wait, uh, did the Marine just talk shit to the other Marine? Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. I don't know where that came from. Sometimes it comes bubbling out of me after 20 years, 21 years in the Army. It kind of just comes bubbling out. How many years in the Marine? 2000 were you? Four. It's 2019, yeah. man. It's okay to come out of the closet. It's all right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, on that note, Mikey, how was, how was your holiday? Uh, it was great. I didn't put pants on, as you saw. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah. did yeah. indeed. So awesome. no, and the only pants I did put on were uh, Star Wars PJ pants. <laughs> boy. And that's, yep. that's literally, uh, I didn't. And then he and his wife were in matching t-shirts. It was adorable. Yeah, yeah we were in matching yeah. tees, and we uh, sat there and just drank vodka shots. Fuck yeah. Like, all fucking night. But then you yeah, let me yeah, have some JMO awesome. at your place that was fucking outstanding. Yeah, yeah I have JMO, a... The new JMO, the fucking... No, this was no, like a duty-free only. Like, you the, can't yeah, get it in the States. The Jameson yeah, Signature. Yeah, uh, you, can, the, you can only yeah, buy yeah. duty-free. Yeah. I have a bottle at the house, and I poured a fucking finger or two for jazz. It's almost worth... And I was like, try this. It's worth like traveling international just to go to the duty free show to buy shit from the duty free. For, for sure, dude. Like, I'm seriously like, we're thinking about going to Canada, Wait, and getting time tuffers, out, time out, time out, and fucking that shit. Jazz went to take a leak, so we have. 20 seconds to talk shit on him. 
So there he was. How much? That's not sheet. enough time. Uh, well, let's start it anyways. Uh, his hair. His <laughs> hair. Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> his shoes. Uh, he's got. He's got. He's Which ones? He's got strong shoe. Game. Dude, they got like some kind of like plastic weird shit on him. He's got. Like, he's got is. strong shoe game, man. Skinny jeans. Is yeah. he wearing skinny jeans? He's like a closet hipster. Huh. Well, All right, back huh. to yours, Christmas. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, the matching shirts were great. Matching shirts. Jazz and Kalen came by. Nice. Had some drinks. Relaxed, chilled. Nice. Just ate a bunch of food. I, I cooked a yeah uh, shirts and shoes. I get it. Really clever. I, uh, <laughs> That's the best ammo you guys fucking have. On the yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, you're sitting over. You're sitting pretty. <laughs> um, um, uh, I cooked a uh, I cooked a prime rib. Uh, it was way too fucking big for the two of us to eat. Perfect. Uh, yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. And then it's I the first it. time I, Mikey's ever been able to say his meat was too big. Ha, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Don't worry, I had it for a couple of days. It was nice. And then, uh, yeah, fucking, how was that? That went downhill quick. Christmas. How was that, Jim? How was your yeah. Christmas? Well, let me tell you. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> I like these guys. Uh, so, uh, do you have any Christmas traditions or anything like that that you guys do? Well, I mean, I come from an Italian household, so we do all kinds of shit. But here in Texas, I, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> we do things a, cow- a little different down here. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> I'm a cowgirl. So they decide that they're going to do uh, Christmas Eve Christmas because we've got people who are like one of my, my brother, my future brother-in-law is a firefighter and everybody else has got to do their family Christmas is bullshit. So then they decide, hey, we're going to do it at the house. So I'm kind of bitching and complaining because I'm kind of ADD. I don't like the house getting fucked up because we've got four big dogs. And anyway, I don't need freak. But he so like, like, hey, we're going to do this, but we're going to do dogs. Christmas morning brunch. Fucking hua. I'll go get some shit, and we'll do some breakfast shit, and that's what happens. Everybody descends on the house, like nine or ten people, not too bad. And then these motherfuckers don't leave all fucking day long. This shit was... I wanted to watch Lost in Space 2 on Netflix. That was my plan for Christmas Eve, but that shit didn't happen. So we went <laughs> with... The guy building their humidor, my other brother-in-law, and my other brother-in-law is a firefighter. He's cool as shit. We got to get him on the show because he's a firefighter and he's funny as hell. Uh, they have the same humor as we do, except they fight fires. Um, Saving cats and trees and shit. You know what? He does a lot of um, car wrecks, which are a lot of first he, he responders. Runs that boat crew too, right? <laughs> yeah, he does. He gets to go do boat shit, which is freaking cool as shit. Anyway, so we just drove. We, we went and found a bar that was open on Christmas Eve up in Canyon Lake, and we drank and had a good time. But, uh, yeah, my Christmas was good, man. I got a gun, so that's always good for, for Christmas. What would you get? I got a shockwave for the okay. truck. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. So so that's so – I, I was going to circle back to this because I figure after the bullshit in Texas, because he said he had a short-barrel shotgun, that the ATF's going to come. So for the record – I lost my short barrel shotgun. You, I don't you know where it is. It went and it fell. Lake? It did yeah. and it fell. Yeah. And I yeah. don't have it. That's a damn shame. I'm sorry to hear that, man. Yeah, yeah. it's awful. It was, I had it for three days. No, anyway. So uh, no, Christmas was good, man. And I'm, I'm, you know, just uh, I'm off for another week, which is shocking. But I went for the government. It's amazing. So it's yeah, I'm off till the sixth. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. incredible. Yeah, dude, you're fucking off for a while. Yeah. I my ass. I've been at work like. All week, all week last That's week, all, right. all week this week. <laughs> like, I'm at work. We're at our work. Yeah. 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 We've been here since about work, 8. So. <laughs> no, but it's uh, funny eight, because well, I... I got here about 8.30. Scott was probably here. They didn't tell us we're going to be like working from home for a week until the last <laughs> minute. So I'm technically working from home this week. But uh, nice. no, it's good. So anyway, that's, that's Christmas. And then... Of course, the Patriots shat all over the rest of my holiday on Saturday by losing to the goddamn fucking Dolphins. Yeah, that was So now we're playing trash. the Texans next week and... This is Brady's last year. You think? Oh, it's it's gonna. Oh yeah. You think? 
Oh, yeah. I don't think he didn't want to go out on top then. Well, uh, I, it's uh, <laughs> they still got a chance because he's still producing. I mean, if you break down what happened to the game, and I, like I, I don't know what you got. I mean, I'm a huge fucking sports fan, and it's it's I'm a huge Patriots fan. But this is it, man. He's the way he's talking is is the way his body language is. This is not what what's going to happen. So he could he's either going to retire, probably want to bet he's going to retire, or worst case scenario, he goes to Miami next year with AB and Gronk comes out of retirement, and then we got to deal with that bullshit. Well, so I'm he loses with... to a team and then goes and plays for him. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's no, that's it, well, his old lady is old lady is literally is Giselle Giselle Butchin, and she's like, you know, so. She's, yeah, she's richer and so South him. Beach, he goes down there for a year or two and well, does here's whatever. The thing. Living where they live in Massachusetts versus like living on like South Beach and, or exactly. somewhere else. So they 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 sold the it's house. Not in like, yes. They they so they yeah, used to have yeah. they used to have a condo in this place called uh oh what the fuck? No, it was a back bay in right? the back bay. Yeah, yeah back but bay, it was yeah. in um uh uh in that fucking marina. Oh, yes, fuck. right, right. Jesus exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking Christ. Do you know how gay you guys sound right now? Fuck you. No, well, look, guys. Look, let me... I'm fucking obvious. Look, I'm you a know where these motherfuckers condos if, 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 are? If, if, no, I don't. goes it, to fucking Miami, literally. he's fucking dead to me. After 19 no, years, so fuck that guy. Where but he anyway, lived, we're back to... Where he lived... Where he lived was like... um. It's true. It's a giant fucking, like, marina... Uh, it's called Marina Bay, actually. Go it's sports. Marina Bay, yeah. It, Marina Bay, there's much. like restaurants and bars and clubs and all the this shit. And then they have these like super fancy, like high rise condos. And nobody lives in those except for like super fucking rich people because you can't afford like, them. A part time. Like at too. all. They're, They're like multi million dollar fucking yeah. condos. No. Well, why? Oh, it's on Marina Bay. Yeah, you know how many people get fucked up over there? But that's why I know where you live. Oh, this is like when I called your brother a cheerleader. Uh, I mean, that was so. Funny. <laughs> Mine? That's funny. No, man. It was funny. Oh. It was funny. His brother's not exactly a small dude. We were there, about, and he's fucking sitting about there. Fucking five eleven and about two hundred sixty pounds of fucking rock hard muscle. Yeah, and he's and, fucking uh, sitting yeah. there. And he's, my brother will, will nerd the fuck out of him. No, like, no, no, this, Jazz got nothing on my, my brother. Brother's, no, he, my, brother's a, my brother's a pro wrestler. And he we makes, went out fucking. He, like you, if you put us he's three, a pro wrestler. Yeah. yeah. If you what? If you put us three together. Where the why? What's his name? Scott Summers is his wrestling name. Is that the dude that I met? No. The first night I met you when we went to fucking Quartermains. Yeah, that's yeah. him. No shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Dude, we, we really got to <laughs> well, get like, awesome. his brother and then Obi and then have Bill Goldberg come down. Yeah. And, like fucking have all yeah. those guys come I, down. So if, if, I, if you call that dude a fucking cheerleader, you're in the wrong, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely 100% call him a fucking cheerleader. Because Jazz, when Jazz does shots... I make bad decisions, just man. Fucking, his decision making ability goes to the shit. So we're sitting dude, there, like... and so his brother fucking tried to start talking shit or whatever. And he was sitting there, and he was like, "Who's your team?" And I was like, "I don't really follow sports." And he was like, "Why not?" And I was like, "Well, you're either playing or you're just a cheerleader." Like, I remember this story. Kind of how it works. <laughs> I remember. And he was like, well, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "Dude, you can wear the jersey and you can do all that shit, yeah, but if you're just sitting here yelling brother, at a TV, uh, you're just a fucking brother, cheerleader, brother, like." Oh, yeah, we're both and, he, and he's a it's fucking like, beast. Oh, right. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm sitting in this bar calling him a cheerleader. His brother's a beast. And credit to your brother, <laughs> though. Like, I made man. the argument, and I was like, you're either playing the sport or you're a fucking cheerleader. Those are the only two fucking things. And his brother went, all right, fair point. Like, it was just like... <laughs> I remember the story At some point, now. it's just not a lot, a lot of energy, <laughs> I just man. didn't put two, it, it looked, two together. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I lived in Massachusetts... Yeah, I wouldn't but have you're giving me the vanity plates and the shit that I have. I wouldn't be the ultra super fucking Pats fan. But I, in my office, they're Pats fans from Texas, and I don't even understand these people. And they talk shit, and I'm always just like, I gotta go slaughter a chicken to shut these people up because they're gonna kill my karma. Because they just talk shit to everybody. They're gonna they talk shit to the Texans. They talk to shit all the other fans. And I'm like, dude, no motherfucker, I, I, just just be humble. 
enjoy the ride because the shit's coming to a fucking end. Yeah, because I remember when the Patriots sucked asshole. Yeah. Well, yeah that, was, that was my whole life. My whole life minus... That was my whole life minus the past 15 yeah. years. Since the last 15 years, they, <laughs> they fucked blue ass. Yeah, we fucking sucked and before this And it's coming back, long, baby. Like, well, it's, as long as Belichick and Kraft own, Kraft own the team, Belichick's the coach, it's not going to suck that bad. <laughs> yeah. But the shit's coming to an end. Now... I just want to point out that you ran through where they live, who they're married to. I'm going to play to, devil's advocate for a second. You Everybody a, knows that Brady's married to Giselle Bunchen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 even I knew that. Yeah. But you sound a gonna, lot like my wife when she's talking about celebrities and the breakup that just happened. Let me play it's devil's advocate for a Brady second guy. here. Hey, man, it's not even gay at that point. That's art. <laughs> <laughs> and if Tom said, look, I'll go, I will look, me and you, I'd be like... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I then I slap him around a little bit, like, look, you need to get back. Mine's Ryan Reynolds, training. man. We've yeah. talked about it on the fucking podcast. Oh yeah. 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 Like fucking... how, how easy is it to set off a Pats fan? Oh Jesus! It just happened. I, yeah, I just did. <laughs> it just happened. Yeah. I just fucking like you should. He changed colors. Like, <laughs> these, these guys were all at the house. We're watching the Super Bowl. And as soon as I said fucking cheerleader, Jim was like, the Super Bowl last year. Me, Jim and I are the only people. There's probably, what, 15 people at yeah, your house? There were the only two people watching. No, Scott was watching. He arranged his chair to look through the window at the TV. Well, he was like, yeah. <laughs> like, not In all fairness, man, the only, the only way I get that is about baseball. That's true. So, like, when the series happened and stuff like that, I was literally... I literally... Dude, it's great for you guys. I mounted my huge fucking TV on a full motion mount in my new condo just so I could pivot it towards the patio so I could sit on my patio and smoke cigars and watch the World Series. Here's my thing about baseball, though, right? You have like the whole entire season that doesn't fucking matter until you get to yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, but dude, the World we're, we're also hockey fans, yeah. and that's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. 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 You have, like, I don't the give two fucks until the playoffs. Well, the Bruins like, right oh, now, like they're going on a dip, okay. and like they just put a guy, like fucking one guy's on a fucking IR and shit. But come March, that shit's real. Like <laughs> the trade deadline, and then that shit's real, you know. So. But hockey's a whole different Go thing, sports. man. Go sports. You know, the only thing I was thinking sports about right and now. Fucking, you and I are sitting on this yeah. side of the bar yeah, like, Go Big Red. Go Big Red. Nobody yeah. cares. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was just thinking of who should be a sponsor for the Astros, and it should be Astro Glide. Oh, it'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Hell yeah, oh it my would. God. Some kind of cheating scandal or some shit. Like, yeah, yeah. Something about they were banging trash cans and like signaling pitches. What? Yeah. But you know yeah, what? I'm a Pats fan. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, they they do. Speak of a dick well, you need to have to bang a trash can. Yeah, but dude, <laughs> hey, baseball cheating is as old as the fucking sport hey, is, man. Dude. Like, it's... Football cheating is. Yeah, we just got fucked because these assholes are a bunch... Explain to me the goddamn fucking deflate gate. Nobody fucking can. They, they have no fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You all right, Jim? Right. No, I'm going to have a fucking coronary. Oh, Jesus That Christ. cheerleader thing set you off, didn't it? <laughs> I'm, fucking... I'm invested in this shit because I live in Texas. Mad. I lived in Massachusetts. Holy man, fuck. fuck. No, if you lived in Massachusetts, you'd be listening to everybody else bitch about this and, and drinking your beer and being like, you fucking asshole. So, yeah, it's like cathartic. <laughs> all right. But when you're down here and so you're going to listen to these fucking... I also had a nice Christmas. I also got a gun for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, fucking Christmas. That's great, You also gave a gun for Christmas. I also gave a gun for Christmas. So I got one and gave one. I actually gave... Uh, as most of the viewers know, I'm uh, I'm one of the producer's older brother, and I actually I gave him a uh, I gave him Mossberg for uh, for oh, Christmas. He so. doesn't need another gun. Well, it doesn't fit in his backpack, <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah. Like a shotgun? Yeah, yeah. I gave him a shotgun that's, for Christmas. That's good, man. Really good backpack. <laughs> <laughs> like a full size shotgun? Uh, no, it's the eighteen and a half inch. 
Uh, it's got a full that. stock, but it, it's right, not the yeah. it's not bird length. It's right. the security length. So I never. Mossberg so so it, I so never I think that. it's too soon. I'm going to alert your uh, local church authorities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this Boom. episode does come out. <laughs> not in the Republic. Uh, you'll get your ass shot. Yeah. So this uh, episode does come out on New Year's Eve. So uh, I think it's only fair that uh, we all give our audience uh, a New Year's send off. I think it's just fair to kind of what we wish them in the new year and what we're thankful about for the last year and stuff like that. So I'll kick it off and then I'll hand it off. So uh, I just want to say this last year, actually, everybody at this bar, to all I, uh, I met in the last year. And Jim, I don't know you as well as some of the other Freedom <laughs> Friends stuff, but the, the several interactions I've had with you, you've always been a really good dude. So Thanks, appreciate having met you. And the rest of you are my fucking Freedom Friends. And I fucking I love every single one of you. And in 2020, I hope that uh, more of our shenanigans continue. Yeah. And uh, to Warfighter Tobacco, you guys are uh, fucking I, blazing trails, and I couldn't uh, be more than – I'm super, super fucking happy for you guys. Then I'm glad you came to Texas because now I can call you friends. So uh, uh, We're fucking glad we came to yeah, And to the too. audience out there, fucking uh, be responsible, stand for what you believe in, and just remember, if you're allowed to stand for what you believe in, then you need to be willing to stand for what other people believe in too. So uh, support Hello. yourself, but support others. So – I like it. Yeah. I'll pass yeah. that off. Yeah. Who wants fuck? it next? Well, who the fuck's following that? What? <laughs> I, yeah, I, got, I, no, I was yeah. gonna go into a story about how, and I like stuff too. Another <laughs> another reason. Go next year. Uh, that may, makes it just that much sweeter that we're down in Texas now. Is we had a really good friend of ours, uh, Hollywood Heard, uh, taking a little family road trip, starting from Illinois, going all the way out to um, uh, Yellowstone. And it just so happened that they stopped in our old stomping grounds in Nebraska uh, yesterday, the day yeah, before. Yeah. Um, swung into our local watering hole, uh, Scar Lounge up in Lincoln, Nebraska. Hung out with a couple guys right at last call, and they were still open. Just so happened to also be the, at the same uh, hotel, the bars in the, in the bottom floor. Um, they ran into a bunch of dudes um, that we knew, had a great time, woke up the next morning. Uh, and they couldn't travel anywhere because there's a fucking snowstorm and all the roads rised over. And it was <laughs> negative twelve. And it was seventy five degrees here in Texas. There you go. I'm not. I'm not upset. Yeah. That we're in Texas right now. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. like Christmas. My dad calls me on Christmas, even though he's Jewish, wishing me, you know, Merry Christmas. I'm like, thanks, Dad. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm sitting in my backyard in a chair in shorts. He's like, well, <laughs> doing what? I'm like smoking a cigar, like in shorts, no shoes, no shirt, no nothing, just shorts. Smoking a cigar on Christmas Day. He's like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love you too, Dad. <laughs> Welcome to Texas. Mikey, what do you got to wrap the year up? Uh, you know what? Uh, real similar to you, man. Uh, I'm very uh, I'm very thankful for this, uh, for this uh, year, what it's brought, man. Uh, it's brought uh, a good job and uh, a good, um, you know, a good future for uh, my family, I think. Uh, it's set me on a good path. Met a lot of good people. And I'm enjoying this ride, and that includes you fine gentlemen sitting at the bar with me. Um, I think uh, I'm ready for I'm ready for 2020, man. I say bring it the fuck on. Yeah. yeah. You know? Bring it the fuck on, dude. Fucking like, Roger decade that. By kicking the door. Fucking A, dude. Yeah. Let's kick the fucking door on this bitch, and let's rock it, dude. The Freedom Friends way. Yeah. I'm all about it. Jim? All right, three things. First, I got engaged this year, so I, I'd be remiss. If I Congratulations, right. buddy. Anyways, to a good girl. Good, good girl. Texan. Yeah. Uh, two things, really. Uh, I got to do some amazing things with a, a buddy of ours, Scott and John's buddy, uh, Obi. I got to I got to coach at the World's Strongest Man 2019 this year. Oh, yeah. And that whole experience was amazing. And we'll, we'll get Rob on here. And uh, and the guy's amazing. He's just a great guy. And he's he'll, a he'll giant be an asset of a beast to this. that's super down to earth. 
fucking asset to this thing. Pretty sure he's part the other thing too, uh, I, I have to give a shout out to what I do for the Department of Defense. I work for the United States. Oh, thank Air God Force. you're bringing it up because I was going to if you didn't. So I work for the United States Wounded War, United States Air Force, the Wounded Warrior Program, and we help our Air Force wounded vets. All three of them. Oh, it's amazing. Six. I know, it's right? fucked up, no, dude. It's a bigger guys, team than that, and they're good guys. These, these guys, the, the Air Force and the way they, the Navy. we do things, we're the biggest wounded warrior program for the Air for the uh, Department of Defense. So the uh, it's, it's just humbling to, to be around these Can't guys and be able to take care of them. So really, I need really to give cool a shout-out to them. And because you put a mic in my face, we do have a podcast, AFW2 Podcast, so please check them out if you are an Air Force vet and wounded and want to know how our program works and what we can do for you. Thanks, guys. So really awesome thing about what Jim does right now, uh, to kind of go full circle on this, uh, when I was living in Europe, um, I went to Germany to do an adaptive sports class mm-hmm. uh, to instill that program on the base that I was working at uh, because they had wounded guys and they, they have to be a part of this program. The garrisons have to fund these programs because if these soldiers don't do, or airmen or, or whatever, don't do um, these programs, there's kind of like a loophole where they actually get dropped from that program. So it's kind of a two-part thing. Like the soldier has to be involved in, in actively be, you know, going through these things and doing these classes to, to, for the recovery aspect to reintegrate back into the units and, and be able to do those types of things. But the garrison also has to play ball and fund these programs for the wounded guys. Uh, well, the reason why I no longer work there, well, not the reason, but one of the reasons why I no longer work at that garrison is because I went to this class, got certified, pulled all the regs. I was talking to people back here in Texas, which is actually Jim's boss. um, And went and presented to the garrison, you know, my debrief from this whole fucking, you know, course that I went to like, look, like these are the guys that are in, in your garrison that have to do these programs. I, you have to fund me to do these. Like, obviously that's not how the conversation went. It was like, Hey sir. Yeah, this, the class was amazing. It was great. I learned all this stuff. Here's all the options of programs that, you know, we can instill and blah, 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 blah. Here's the fucking whole debrief pack. Uh, they're like, yeah, cool. We support you hundred percent, uh, but we're not going to fund you. I'm like, no, the regulation says you have to fund me. Like, nope, sorry. So I called back down to Texas and his boss was fucking amazing. I mean, needless to say, it's now instilled over there. Uh, and they fucking rearranged the whole leadership of that entire garrison because of my resignation letter. So I think what you have, I think what you just reinforced is that Texas, yet again, has their shit squared away. Because of where we are, and also that John is a Air Force personnel center is down there that they do those things. But look, John's kind of a Karen. That's why there's, I got there's that. Basically, he's fucked a bunch of He's kind of, he's kind of, he's, he's like, I'm going to talk to the manager. If, if you're a wounded Air Force veteran, you're already, or Air Force wounded on active duty, you're already enrolled automatically in our program. Just take care of it. Whether you want yeah. to do adaptive sports so, or you want us to help you get let a me check with the, job, we let got Let me check you. with the producers. We can, we can get a link from Jim and throw that in the description, right? Yes. Yeah. So yeah, we'll, we'll put that down yeah. in the description so nice. people can get a hold of, uh, of Jim or and or his team, you get uh, a hold if you have any questions through, about through his stuff thing, like that, we will Jim, get you, you guys to the right people. Guys but, uh, social media, yeah, we have a huge social media what footprint. It? It's AF. So you're looking for AFW two. It's AFW two dot com or AFW two dot mil on the uh, World Wide Web, <laughs> and we will be able to get you linked up with anybody who needs to help you. Most of our folks don't need the adaptive sports piece. Most of them just need job help, getting back on active duty, or getting on with whatever they need. Yeah, to so do. don't don't get this can. Yeah, we're kind of ran off here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's my. Well, anyway, that's a whole other story. So, yeah, that's my girl. I do want to preface Jim. that by saying that it is more than just, hey, I don't have a leg and I want to ride a bike. Like, yeah. they do a lot more than that. So, 
Yeah. If you're a wounded warrior uh, from the Air Force, AFW2.com or .mil, and uh, they'll Which get you squared away. Facebook, They've, Instagram, uh, all Twitter, everything. And we'll get all that linked in there. So, uh, Jim, fucking, nope. thanks for carrying yeah. on a good fight, man. Jim, That's who else awesome. do you help out? And the other organization I help out and the other organization that these guys really push is uh, Operation Supply Drop. We are a yeah. small nonprofit. Uh, the Central Texas, the one that we do here up in New Braunfels, mostly it's just cigar night. Uh, we do all kinds of stuff. We take guys hunting and fishing. We do uh, some of the stuff they do in San Antonio. They'll do like a green belt or, a, you know, a black belt class for, uh, you know, learning how to do stuff. We don't do stuff. We just drink booze and freaking smoke cigars. Yeah. And for my but, fellow nerds out there, I want to point out that OSD actually just donated. I think it was four, a thousand. It's a thousand board games that just went. No, no, no. To, no. Oh, well, no, they I don't just, know if I'm no, no, allowed no. to say this or not, but they're about to donate a thousand Xboxes also. And yeah, that's the but, biggest whoa. thing we do. Yeah. But for the nerds, those for the, things for guys who are deployed. The hardcore nerds that are out there, OSD actually, I think it was like 420 bird, board games just in San Antonio, the San Antonio chapter. Yeah. Nice. It's been like 420 bird, uh, and, and board games. To, we're, uh, we're a small soldiers, nonprofit. So. We're an old nonprofit, and we do what we do within the scope of what we do very well. Yeah. It's a nationwide chapter. We get stuff over to overseas, everywhere. If you're deployed, you Operation Supply Drop has probably touched you. We do cigars. We do everything in a good way, right? Yeah, in the best <laughs> way. In a good way. No, not, not like where the didn't you guys you know, just show me on the doll kind of thing? You guys no, we just sent do a fuckload of coffee overseas too. They do coffee. They do uh, all of that stuff. Actually, BRCC got behind that one and sent yeah, a fucking think, shit ton of coffee over there via OSD. I think OSD. That was via OSD. Yeah, that's all. So we're gonna have Scotty Morrison, our COO, come on, come on the podcast and talk to you guys. Former. With the folks down at Bragg, he'll come down and talk to you guys, and uh, we'll, we'll get more information about what we do. But just support your local vet, ch- whatever vet uh, nonprofits are out there. Vet them, make sure that they're good to go, and then support them. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so end of your sign off, that grandpa. Oh geez. Uh, so 2019. Uh, I, I want to thank all the warfighter customers. Uh, they pulled us through a year that was a tough year. It was a tough it was year. probably the hardest year that that we'll ever have. Most uh, business, any business, whatever. Yeah, we you know, we had a lot of you know a lot of obstacles to overcome, and our customers uh, saved us on that one. And uh, I'm looking forward to 2020 because it's going to be a growth year, recovery year, yes. and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do great things. So, some, and some uh, as a behind the scenes access, there's some pretty fucking amazing things coming from you guys in the next year. So, yeah, uh, we're I'm looking fucking, forward to it. I'm excited to be a friend of Warfighter because you guys are doing some pretty cool shit in the oh, next we, year. We so you homework. You did give me homework and I'm fucking, I'm super stoked. So it's uh, <laughs> it's good to be friends with the Warfighter boys. I have to say that. So I I, I wish all of you, uh, you know, a, a happy new year and, and uh, yeah. a kick-ass 2020. And happiness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So on the business end of things, like, share, subscribe. If you're just listening to us, do us a favor. Go hit up that Facebook and that YouTube and uh, give us a subscribe and, and a like. shoot us. Shoot us your so no, so. No oh my God! Shit yes, yeah. send us your so no well, shit so we can start telling yeah. y'all stories. That'd be fucking, fucking amazing. Yeah, that'd be cool. But uh, like, comment, share, subscribe. Tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your brother. Uh, maybe don't tell your mom. We can even uh, do a call. Definitely yeah. tell your mom. <laughs> don't, tell my, don't tell my mom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, hit all those buttons: uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, all the places. And uh, for the last time. In 2019, my friends, I want to thank you for being my freedom friends. Absolutely. Yes. And here it is, the last one in this decade. Smoke on, drink on, and freedom Freedom the the fuck fuck on, on, boys. Cheers.